Welcome back, I'm Kim Bailey Issues for Leanna Osborne and this is Inside Exec. Today we're going to continue our exploration of giving and receiving feedback. We have in a previous podcast talked about it quite briefly in terms of teamwork and managing teams and getting the best out of your team. Today we're going to just talk about the feedback itself, about giving feedback in particular situations when it can be quite uncomfortable, when it's not the pleasant type or the encouraging type and also about how you receive feedback and how you move on from receiving that feedback. I want to talk initially about an experience that has triggered this conversation that I have just closed an email that I received today that is about some work that was done. Now the, the work that's been given to me to provide feedback on is completely inappropriate. The reason I am not doing the work, it would be work that I would normally do, and the reason I'm not doing it is that I simply don't have time to do the work before the deadline for which it is required. So this other person volunteered, said that they would do this work, and has sent it to me today for some indication of how it is. Not whether it's on the right track or not, but just has actually asked for feedback. My initial reaction was horror at looking at it on a second glance, thinking that it is completely inappropriate for the occasion. That said, I don't know what is appropriate for the occasion because it's not an occasion at which I have been. I don't know the target audience. I don't know what they want this flyer to achieve. So there's a whole lot of things that I don't know about the situation that I would need to know before I even started to design this particular piece of information. That said, I can't design it. I said I don't have the time. If I took it on and did the redesign, having found out all that information, then I set a precedent that says it doesn't matter what she says, she'll do it anyway. And I don't want that to happen because I simply don't have time to do this particular activity. And I almost don't have time to give feedback, but it is my responsibility to give feedback if it has been asked for. But I can't give it in such a way that indicates that this work is a waste of time because it's not. Someone's put some effort into it and maybe she thinks that this is what is needed in this situation. So I would need, I think, to have that clarified before I started to think about feedback. So I would need to know from her just in a brief answer to a single question, is what is she expects this information to do? What is How is she going to use it? And then I can start thinking about the feedback on this particular document, knowing what she thinks it's going to be used for. What I have to then think about is, in giving the feedback, once I've got to that, that point, is I have to think about there, there's a quite substantial age generational gap and a knowledge gap obviously between us. I have to think about how I can couch that feedback in terms of the activity and not to make it personal so it's that that difficult situation you're in with any supervisory role where you have to say something negative it's not I don't hate you I just hate what you're doing situation. I have to bear that in mind when I'm doing the feedback and also I have to think about how it is going to be received so I have to think about putting myself in her situation and thinking about how I would best receive feedback on this activity when it's going to be essentially you need to do it again, I think, at this point. (laughs)
Okay, I think let's sort of think about that. Firstly, what I really like about it, it is complex in the sense it's not just giving feedback. It's There's a whole lot of issues behind it. The fact that initially you said you didn't have time and now you're getting drawn into the time, etc. This is not unusual. That happens a lot in all parts of our lives, work and, and non-work. In the, there is never a right or wrong answer, but what I really like of what I heard is that you are thinking it through and you're thinking about what, how you feel, about choosing your response carefully, what you're trying to achieve with that response, what you're trying to avoid in that response, and how she will receive it. And I think that must be done every time we give feedback, because if we don't, we end up maybe causing yeah, well, worse it, situations. It's too easy to have the to do the quick thinking rather than the slow thinking, and just have our automatic mm. reaction, and then have to live with something that could have been avoided. And I like the, that you want to understand what is needed so that you can give that. But remember, if you these are your options. You, you can go down that track, but then what you're doing is you're getting into the area of your time that you don't have. So something mm. else is going to suffer. Mm. If you want to stick to that, to say, look, I really, for me to be able to give you a meaningful comment and opinion, I really need a whole lot of other background, and I'm so sorry, as I initially said, I don't have the time please run with it the way you see fit on this occasion. That's probably you wanting to help a lot more, but it's a very tricky without getting mm. involved again, timing from a time perspective. And, and again, it, it might set up a sense that, well, this one was okay for this occasion, why do we have to change it completely for the next time around? True. There's a, a level of responsibility that says, regardless of whether I think I've got the time or mm. not, get it right rather than not right or completely wrong in this case. <laughs> okay, so you can see none of the... Okay, is black and white. None of it is black and white. So it is very much about the situation and that. But in general, giving feedback, if you're the sort of person that like getting feedback and giving feedback, make sure you are consistent and make sure that it's balanced. Balanced in a sense that... You give good feedback when it's warranted and appropriate and you give constructive feedback when you're trying to help someone improve or you want them to understand more about what you're doing. Likewise, when you're receiving feedback, take it in the spirit it's meant. Remember, feedback is something you can totally take on board. You can take some of it on board or you can totally reject any of those are okay, it's your choice, you've got consequences that you need to consider, but at the end of the day, you must always listen to feedback, because that's how we learn and grow. We may or may not agree, but then it's our decision what we do with that feedback. But don't get defensive and keep an open mind and listen. There's also a time and a place for it, yes. and I think that when you're giving feedback, you have to consider that very carefully. That it's not always appropriate to give the team feedback about the whole team while all of the team is there. Mm -hmm. that, and if it's certainly if it's about individuals, that, that should always be done on a one-to-one -one basis. I don't think unless circumstances really, really warrant it, you should ever give feedback in email. 
or by yeah. SMS. <laughs> it should always be a personal interaction because it is about two people to, and, and activities that they're doing. And I think that that supervisory activity that I talked about earlier where you have to make sure that you are focused on the task or the activity and not on the person, unless it is personal qualities that are affecting work performance. In, in relation to place, it's also timing. Sometimes it is, it's more important that you do it soon after something happened. Sometimes it's quite the opposite. Sometimes it's saying, you know what, I'm going to let this settle for a bit. You've got to use your judgment because the timing or you walk up to a person to give them feedback and they just had terrible news on something or they just had a euphoric moment about something and don't burst that bubble, pick another time that would still satisfy the timing you need to tell them in, but at the same time respect their situation, where they are and their feelings and what they got on their plate that time. And give yourself enough time for feedback because you might yeah. find that it turns into more than just a session of you presenting this information and the person receiving the feedback taking it in. You know, it might there might something far more valuable come out of that interaction than just the, a, a feedback session but also give yourself time after that session is over we've talked in previous podcasts about the things that happen after an activity about reviewing things and about writing down how you feel about the situation how it was handled what you could have done better all of those sorts of things will help you develop and help you develop your skills help you identify your skills but it is really important particularly if it's been a less than pleasant interaction, to give yourself time to recover and give yourself time to get it out of your system and out of your head and so you can go back and focus on what you need to be focusing on. The other one is clarity. Sometimes we're either so nervous receiving feedback or giving feedback that we're not clear. If you're going to communicate to someone some feedback, you need to be very clear and make sure that you didn't, all good intentions, confuse the issue or left them thinking, what was that about? Okay, I'm mm -hmm. not really sure what she's trying to tell me. Mm -hmm. Did I do something wrong? Is she offended? Make it clear. Same as when you get feedback initially, particularly if it isn't positive feedback, your initial reaction might be, oh, I'm angry and you're trying to calm yourself down so you haven't actually heard what the person is saying. So clarify. And then always say, so in the future what you're saying is it's preferable if I did X or that work for you better. So clarify and see that you've got a suggestion. In the end, you might say, look, I hear what you're saying. What you're asking me is that this didn't work for you and you want me to do it this way. Unfortunately, I can't in every case, and each case is on its merits or whatever it is. So you don't have to say yes just because somebody said, but you have to communicate to have understanding of why the person giving feedback is giving the feedback and what they're trying to do with it. And just as important too, to give positive feedback as well as the less than positive stuff, and that the interaction is given the same amount of time, the same amount of consideration. It's not just a matter of walking past the desk and saying, great job, well done. That the positive feedback is as important as the, the less than positive feedback. And acknowledge the total relationship in a way. So 
let's say an example where you were at a meeting with someone and they were particularly angry or hostile or something and it appeared like it was towards you or the issue of to do with you and that's out of character the first thing that I would do in that case I would want to find out what was going on the first thing I'll just say well privately as Kim said make sure it's private make sure it's face to face or by phone if it's not possible to have face to face because of distance is to say I'll look I've noticed that you weren't very happy at the meeting. Is everything all right? Are you okay? And that's a bit out of character. I just want to make sure, are you okay? And then we can discuss the subject. And this way you'll know if that person had other issues and the person might choose to say, yep, I've got other issues. Sorry, I can't talk about it right now or whatever. And then you take it from there. At least the main thing is to acknowledge to you that was out of character, like in other words, normally that's not how I receive you, but this time I feel something is wrong and can we talk about it? Fuliana talked briefly about making sure that you get clarity and clarification where you need it. I think that it's important also to recognise that it might be more than one session and that the initial session of giving feedback might not be positive at all, but you might gradually move towards a more positive frame of mind if that person needs to come back and get feedback again and again. And I'll go to another example that I've had just over the, the past weekend where for three days someone came back to me every day with more questions about a particular item over which I had given feedback initially on the first day. And on the third day I found myself getting irritated by the fact that this was the third time we had gone through this information and why was she coming back yet again to talk about it but when I stopped myself and stopped to think about what we were actually saying what we were actually talking about it wasn't that she was asking for clarification she was actually asking for encouragement in her understanding so I suppose it was clarification in a way but she wasn't she wasn't really interested in hearing me say the same things over and over again she just wanted to talk through the situation and reassure herself that she understood what I was saying and that she could see if she took on these changes what a difference it would make and so we were able because of what it was about to physically see the changes see the improvement in what she was doing had she taken on the feedback that I was giving her and so by the end of those, that third session I actually felt far more positive about her accepting the feedback than I had on the first day when she nodded her head and looked like she understood but was still very angry about the, the whole situation. So by the third day the anger had gone and acceptance had come and we seemed to have a more positive framework to work forwards with. It's good, so don't judge it just by the first interaction. And don't get frustrated if it happens, if, mm. if there's two or three and you feel like you're repeating yourself or saying the same thing. So long as after those sessions you can see that there's some movement forward, then it's worthwhile. If it's just going over and over the same topic for no gain, no change, then that does have to be hit on the head. You do have to stop doing that. We like it when people come and give us positive feedback because we think... Okay, I'm doing that one right, I'll continue to do it right. That's really good. When we get constructive feedback, we often feel like, oh, oh I didn't do it well enough and all, you know, they don't think much of me or whatever well, you, you, it is. You just get disappointed in yourself. Yeah, you get disappointed you that, that you didn't 
you didn't get it right. You know, that's we're brought up to believe we, we do things either right or wrong. Yeah. And there's no grey area in between. Yeah. And that's not the case. But the other thing is sometimes, and if you think back, I certainly can over some of those experiences of feedback, that person giving you the feedback that is not positive but constructive really cares about you and your image. So there might be the odd person here and there that might not and they're just trying to be difficult. But by and large, people that do bother to come and tell you, they really trying to help you in other words mm. and I think if you take it that way it's really good because if they don't and they just want to be destructive they will just talk about you behind your back <laughs> so yes, they yeah. coming to you to give you feedback just listen and as again you make the the choices and and you will live with the consequences I think to another point that we might talk about in terms of receiving feedback is that you don't ha if you're receiving feedback you don't have to say anything yeah. it is not the place for you to justify what you did the decisions you made this is the time for you to listen and if you find it difficult not to say anything and, and often we do find it difficult not to react not to say something not to say well you just don't understand either this happened or that happened whatever at the level the conversation is happening then perhaps it's better for you in that instance to write down the feedback that you're getting because it stops you from thinking about what your response is going to be. You focus on writing it down. A, it gives you a record that you can review at a time where you're not under the pressure of the, the, the actual feedback situation. And B, it stops you from reacting, from the knee-jerk reaction, from the quick thinking and, and gives you time to do some slow thinking about what prompted the feedback in the first place. And that also gives the, the person giving you feedback that you are concentrating and you're mm -hmm. listening. But you might want to say that up front. You might say, look, I'm going to write this down because I really want to reflect on what you're saying. Yeah. Um, yeah. And this way they know you're not just... Well, it, it's just reinforcing the listening yeah. bit. And it yeah. also means that they're not going to react to anything that you say, that, that they're going to feel mm -hmm. that... It, what it does is makes their job easier and so perhaps they won't be as aggressive, they won't be as antagonistic, they mightn't even say some really negative stuff if they think that you're actually listening rather than you know, get nervous and have to say things that perhaps they haven't thought about enough as well. So feedback is really better than no feedback, <laughs> yes. I believe. Giving someone feedback is as long as you're being constructive and balanced and in some cases it's just supportive as well saying that if you need anything from me I'm here to support you or whatever it is that always work and this doesn't just apply for work it applies for your extended you know relationships outside work as well yes after we finish here I'll be giving her some feedback <laughs> I'll be listening <laughs> yes and then she'll say oh but just just you just have to <laughs> understand and I was just going to do this and I thought about that and then I thought no I wouldn't do it so <laughs> We've been through feedback sessions before. Yes, <laughs> we have. But we have talked about that today and I hope that that has given you some insight into the sorts of preparation and planning that you need to do both in preparing to give feedback and in the process of receiving feedback. We would, of course, be happy to receive your feedback and you can always get in touch with us via email from the website. I'm Kim Bailey, she's Fuliana Osborne and this is Inside Exec. Mm -hmm.